0: Well, Arcadia, Gia Dave Sharish, Jerry Adams, August Hamage on Irish. So to Solgo Maros Crago will Shivsha Gohun Tucker Fad. Couple that we uh bits some patience to share with you. this uh weekend. Uh, first of all, I hope that you're enjoying the hurdle. And uh I hope that you who have the time on Sunday afternoon will make your way to Spring Hill West Rock Drive for the uh, demonstration organised by the Spring Hill and West Rock Massacre families. So I was down at the uh, Fela lunch and uh, it was a great event as always. Packed hall, Kevin. Uh, Gamble, Mar Faratee and wonderful, inspirational speakers. Uh, I was particularly taken by Tara Lynn O'Neill and her uh, phrase, The Fela is a feeling. And she gives the Fela credit for bringing her into the world of acting. and. Uh, told her she used to think that actors or actresses were all Americans and so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden there were people from her own district, her own community, writing and directing and acting in uh, drama. So I was right really taken by, by what she said and Frances Black, of course, and the uh, Lord Mayor was there. So, and thanks to everybody involved, including the, the Arts Council, the, uh, the CLAR is like a telephone directory and uh, they produced the biggest ever programme, the organisers of activities and events, concerts, music, dance nights, debates, exhibitions, sports pictures, book launches, LGBTQ plus events, drama, children's events, women's events, discussions on international events, art exhibitions, local tours, and much, much, much more. And a big proportion, I suppose not surprisingly, of the debates and discussions will focus on the future of Ireland and the goal of Irish unity. And FAILA will run from the 3rd of August to the 13th of August. Now, 35 years ago when a small group of us came together to, to plan a community festival, the conditions were much different. West Belfast, like all of Republican Belfast, was heavily militarised. With British Army and RUC barracks and forts everywhere, we lived under military occupation and did so for 30 years and people were censored, community structures were subjected to political vetting, discrimination was rampant. there were hundreds of political prisoners. there was no state funding for Irish language education, little for Gaelic games, and state collusion with union's death squads was, was rampant. The conflict was intense. And the killings of Gibraltar, at Gibraltar, of three outstanding West Belfast citizens, volunteers, Mariette Farrell and Sean Savage and Dan McCann, and particularly the establishments by the demonization of their community, of their families, of our community, was a tipping point. And it became a catalyst for a culture of change to take root. So now here we are. I remember because there had been festivals before the uh, beginning of Fela. But I remember one of the points that I made was we need continuity. We need to try and ensure that this doesn't just happen one year, that we build on it and build on it and build on it and it goes on in perpetuity. So here we are 35 years ago with 35 years of growing Success! I can nearly talk, and uh, it's the foremost community festival on the island of Ireland. And in that ten days or so, hundred thousand people will come to West Belfast to be part of Fela, and to enjoy the hospitality and the talent of this community. And as well as growing in number and diversity, Fela has expanded. There are a number of. Different festivals throughout the year, but it's now extended also beyond the boundaries of West Belfast. There are new partnerships with Lisbon, with uh, North Belfast, with South and East Belfast. So, for more information, log on to www.felabelfast.com. And Chiefie May Shibsha, Rehan Fela. And me, no, Girbjog Nashin. Well done, Kevin, and all the big Fela team. I'm minded of another uh, Fela, it was 20 years ago. And uh, that was the last time that the Special Olympics World Games was held in Ireland. And uh, I, I, I attended the events, they were held all over the island, including Belfast. And the opening in Croke Park was spectacular. And a proud team of West Belfast Special Olympians led the Fela Carnival Parade that year. And I remember well in the Falls Park, Robert Savage, Connor McGuire and Brian Story opening the Fela, these were Special Olympians who come back with numerous medals. They opened the Fela that year with wonderful speeches. This year Team Ireland won 24 gold, 22 silver and 29 bronze medals at the Special Olympics World Games a few weeks ago in Berlin. And the Games were a great experience for all the athletes who competed and they included 73 sports people from across Ireland who competed and participated in 12 sports with outstanding success. So well done to them all to their supporters and families and of course to Special Olympics Ireland. Eunice Kennedy Shriver, one of the US's famous Kennedy family and a lifelong advocate for people with disability issues, founded the Special Olympics in 1968 and her son Tim continues this work as chairperson to this day. An Irish woman, Mary Davis, is the CEO. So again Nuri and Tal lives here, really, really well done to every, everybody, particularly the participating athletes. There were also two uh, very successful events on the future of this island and of our people. One was in Belfast, a women's assembly, and the other one was in Dublin, a youth assembly. Now, the atmosphere, I'm reliably told, at the women's event was at both events, because I was at the youth event. Uh, The atmosphere and the enthusiasm was mighty. And these, these assemblies are part of Sinn Féin's Commission on the Future of Ireland. And it's all about dialogue, it's all about people having their say about the type of Ireland we want. The Belfast gig was in the Europa Hotel, It was opened by West Belfast MLA, Aislinn Reilly and was independently chaired by academic Eilish Rooney. And over 140 women from across the Greater Belfast area participated. They were women from all backgrounds, community backgrounds, diverse political and ethnic backgrounds. And some of the main topics raised by them included future All-Ireland health care, governance arrangements, social and economic issues, the importance of people feeling welcome in a New Ireland, especially those with a British identity. Janador then Boylan, who's Vice-Chair of the Commission, gave the main address. The meeting overwhelmingly endorsed the view that the Irish government needs to begin planning for the future and that a first step should be the establishment of a citizens assembly on Irish reunification. And the following day, and this is the event that I was at, in Dublin, Was held in the Communication Workers Union building and there was a real buzz, a real sense of purpose and excitement among young people who took part. Dermot O'Brien, who's a, a highly respected youth worker, chaired the event and he focused on engagement and conversation and everybody having their say and keeping it looking at the future. And I was really impressed by the energy that's generally what happens when young people come together, but also how united they were basically on big issues like the importance of rights, of equality, of climate justice, of the development of a rights-based society. And then uh, the issue of music and culture and identity, looking after those who Need minded, and they identified no surprise again housing, education, mental health, and education as outstanding uh, issues that need to be resolved. And notionally, uh, Dermot put put the people: if you were going to go into a United Ireland, what would you bring with you, and what would you leave behind? And that that innovative approach just saw people sharing ideas and thoughts about what the future might be like. And, again, uh, Shannadour Lynn Boylan summed it all up. She said, Young people have been to the forefront of major constitutional change in our country, not least in Dublin. Young people in Dublin today have the chance to live in a united Ireland, something that was denied to those who came before you. You have the right and also the responsibility to help shape that new United Ireland and make it a place we can all be proud of. So my sense coming out of that uh, session, out of that assembly, is the future is bright. So well done to again to everyone that's involved. And I picked up a wee book. I actually have it, had it for a wee while, but uh, I I just it was in my head to talk to you about it at some point. But it's called. Teach your dog Irish. Now, I'm pleased to say all our dogs were rare than Irish. But but not all dogs are so lucky. So I was delighted with this lovely little book aimed at mutts and their humans. And it's published by Lofa in Wales. It's written and illustrated by Alan Cakebread. What a great name. It's part of a series which includes... Teach Your Dog Cornish, Teach Your Cat Irish, Teach Your Cat Welsh. And for those who have really clever dogs and who have nothing else to do, or at least plenty of time in their hands, there's one which is Teach Your Dog Japanese. So Teach Your Dog Irish is a cool wee publication. It has cute illustrations and phonetic pronunciations. For example, Torrance Shaw is spelt out phonetically and so on and so on. And that's why it's so clever, because not only does it teach your dog, you get to learn also. And the renowned author, and I agree with her, Marian Keyes says, I think this is a great idea. I love it. A charming way to help keep spoken Irish alive. y-l-o-l-f-a dot com and to finish up i'm going to give you another one of uh, o' mccormick's little poems and uh, these are prison poems written between 1982 and 1991 and they're due to be uh, launched in, at the failure and i'm going to bring you more detail of that, as the date approaches, so they're published by Green Island Press, and uh, I've been dipping in and out of the copy that was sent to me, Guramla, my Ogurt uh O or Geno. so this this poem i just picked it out at random, and it's uh it's called a New View," and Owen explains that he spent a week in Cromlin Road Prison among Román prisoners in the late 1980s. He was up on the blocks and he was brought back to the Crum because he was taking a case against the ANI over censorship and the ban on the Irish language. So this poem written in the Crumb in that week is called A New View. A room with a view if I climb high enough and wedge a book below the flop of metal that caps the window, it's worth the trouble, if I can look beyond the jail for the first time. I can see the majesty of a spar, red upon black stone, and the straight ridge of a street of houses, and the lushness of a tree. If it was my city, I would cry. Instead, I enjoy the view of a known tinned world for play on chenai chenowell ahardja to shola gom somar dirt me go me ahnrod igart levsha biga slan ogus banakti devsha